everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. Hello, Sammy. Hi. I can't believe it's the end of April and I'm still freezing. I was just going to say, you, it's you're wearing not a fair. blanket. I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I can't I... even blame it on, I, you know, I just got the second vaccination shot uh, the other day, which did leave me a night of you know severe chills and fever dreams uh but i don't think that this is a residual that's of that, that. <laughs> no i think it's, it's, it's cold is that what you're it's saying just cold. <laughs> it's actually cold out um yeah it's not cold here it's not what is it it's uh wait 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 i'm gonna oh no i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> please don't Okay. Although I'm going to Phoenix in a few days, in which I'll be in a hundred degree weather, so <laughs> but, but it's a dry <laughs> heat. Yeah, fuck off, you dry heat people. It's still a hundred degrees. Are you kidding me? It's a dry I mean, heat. You're fine. No, I was in a in Arizona. I remember flipping through like postcards and stuff, and one of them was a picture of a skeleton, and it said at the bottom, "Yeah, but it's a dry heat." <laughs> yes, <laughs> accurate. Go. I thought it was funny. All right, so note to self, Sammy not in a joking mood when she's cold. You know, I had something I was going to tell you today, and I have since forgotten because my oh. brain is mush. Yeah. It is still mush. I was hoping that after all this time of banter in the closet, uh, mm -hmm. that I would have gotten better at speaking and putting, you know, thoughts into motion yeah. And it's, it hasn't happened. Yeah. It hasn't happened. I was talking to a friend on the phone today, which was weird in and of itself. Uh, and I couldn't, couldn't put my thoughts together. I was just responding <laughs> like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. I couldn't add to the conversation. <laughs> it's weird. Am I ever gonna, I, I mean, how did we ever function before this? I can't, I have one task during the day sometimes and I'm overwhelmed by uh -huh. this one task looming over me. And it's something as ridiculous as like, take out the recycling. That's the one right. thing I have to do today. And until yeah. I get it done, I'm stressed about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a weird phenomenon and I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what to name it. I, I'm sure therapists have named it, but I don't, they haven't diagnosed me with anything yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow I have, I have to go pick up some audio equipment for a gig. Mm -hmm. I have two Zoom meetings and a dentist appointment. And I'm a little stressed out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, picking up audio equipment will take me seven minutes, you know, yeah. dentist yeah. appointment, I'm hoping will not take another two hours. This is not a continuing of the previous dentist appointment. This is, <laughs> this is, uh, you know, this is upkeep. This is, you know, this is an okay thing. Um, and, and then the two zooms are just like checking in to make sure that the equipment I picked up is the equipment we need for, you know, the upcoming. So it, not a big deal, but it's like, oh my gosh, I have to do something tomorrow. And I wonder if it's just because, oh my gosh, you have to get up and get dressed or maybe and I have to go see people. Yeah. Um go out in the wild which you're not used <laughs> to doing. I think once you start to get going, I f for me and it's not this way for everybody, but if I have a very busy day, it I I feel better about it than I do if I only have one or two things scheduled that day. 
yeah. and I'm less stressed with a busier day because I'm kind of on an adrenaline rush, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, ping, 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 you know, going from one thing to the next and you don't yeah. have time to stop or think about it. Right. Um, right. And I'm more productive uh, when I'm overscheduled than if I don't really have anything to do. Right, because it's hard to sit down and do the one thing yeah. that you need to do because it's only one thing and you can keep putting it off until you're like, oh my gosh. Oh my God, I'm the it's... best at putting things off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm number one. I remember that, what I was going to tell you. Okay. Um, I had a, a small show yesterday and I had a break between the final rehearsal and the start of the show. Mm -hmm. So I ran to Panera, which was like my first time going to any type of like quote restaurant you know yeah Panera and uh, so I grabbed like a soup and a sandwich and a drink and my favorite drink at Panera is their iced green tea mm -hmm. it's like a papaya green tea and so while I was waiting for my food I was drinking the iced tea and then when my food you know came I refilled my iced tea and mm -hmm. I left I can't drink iced tea before a show <laughs> because it goes right through me and it is like uh what is it when you drink a lot of beer you're not supposed to go to the bathroom oh, you break the seal break the seal <laughs> that is me with iced tea and so when I got back to the to the studio I was like oh let me just go to the bathroom before we you know get things started and I three minutes into the show I was like <gasps> yeah it's like, I've never had to go to the bathroom this bad before. <laughs> it's like, Valerie cannot have iced tea before a show. I was, it tasted so good. Yeah, I bet. And it was the worst pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, do you need to, do you need a potty break before we get into this one? No, because I don't have any iced tea. Water? Great. Fine. Coffee? Fine. No, let's go. Come on. Let's okay. go. I'm good. All right. Test my let's bladder. Go. Season one, episode 15, The Benders. Uh, Sam and Dean head to Minnesota, where a young boy witnesses a man vanishing into thin air. Uh, just a disclaimer, <laughs> I don't have my DVD box with me because I'm traveling and I didn't. I was trying to travel light. So this is the Netflix version, which... Boo. St yeah, still boo. Written by John Chaban and directed by Peter Ellis. Not a bad episode. No, I thought it was nice and creepy. Yeah. Um, oh my and fun fact, and it has nothing to do with any of the substance of the the content or anything, but it was released on Valentine's Day oh. of that year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, you want to watch Supernatural? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, point of fact, why why Netflix is wrong? The little boy who sees the man disappear into thin air later says, like, one of the first things he says is, "I saw him get grabbed by something and dragged under a car." Yeah. <laughs> so why Netflix even bothered to say disappear into thin air is. Well, I mean, they've bothered to say a lot of other wrong things, too. I know. So I'm just pointing out the wrongness right. of their wrong. Yeah. So this episode opens up with a Hibbing, Minnesota, Chiron, which is a real town. Yay. Um, a little boy is watching a movie in, I think, I'm guessing an apartment complex, although it also kind of looked like a motel. It was hard to, because it looked lived in, you know, and he had his yeah. stuff around. And I think it was just but, a crappy apartment building. Yeah, yeah. So he's watching a movie, um, 
he's got a little dinosaur toy near the TV, which I noticed <laughs> the second time around. Um, and here's some noises, and he looks outside, and there's a man taking the trash out. The man hears, like, some scraping noises. The subtitle said something about chains dragging on the ground. Um, looks under the car, and then just gets pulled under the car. Right. Real quickly. By something. Yeah, he's yeah. like, <gasps> mm-hmm. and then he's pulled onto his face and dragged under the car with like the hands, you know, clawing out from under yeah. the, the, the like, no, you know, his, <laughs> his hands scraping on the on the road. Yeah, and then some weird like a uh, metallic clanking sounds, and the little boy is still seeing this, and he's just like frozen in the window, like, yeah. Uh, oh. So I I have to interrupt you and say I recognize this little boy. Really? Um. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He he's got some fairly remarkable features but I, he was on stargate he was on an episode of stargate where he had a standalone no, role it wasn't just like a walk-on i mean it was a walk-on but he had a very substantial role on this episode yep. yes mm-hmm. yes and while i'm at it the guy who got dragged under the car um uh the character's name alvin jenkins uh jim cutbert jim john cutbert uh was also on stargate not he was a last episode. minute, yeah, he was a last minute addition. There was supposed to be somebody else and he couldn't make it. And so they oh, had really? to find, yeah, they had to find somebody that could fit the the costume. You know, it was like that last minute. It's like, we can't get new clothes, so we have to get somebody who can fit this one. <laughs> These why jeans and t-shirts? <laughs> yeah, why couldn't he? Oh, he was caught in a, the original guy was caught in a snowstorm, so he couldn't make it. Oh, what a drag. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> what a drag. Well, um, I did mention the little boy's name is Ryan Drescher, um, and he played this cute little boy. I mean, he, it was years earlier, so if he was cute in this episode as a cute little boy, he was, like, mm-hmm. even cuter as a younger boy. <laughs> the, so the next thing you see after uh, the little boy, you know, backing away from the window is, like, a little scared by what he just mm-hmm. saw is... Um, I guess the police were called and uh, the mom and the little boy are now trying to explain to the police what they saw. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, it's not the police. It's Sam and Dean. <laughs> yeah, they take off their little Mountie hats. and <laughs> I, I, I said A plus for costumes on them. Yeah. yeah. You know, that they, they've moved past just, you know, badges yeah. or, you know, ID cards or, or suits. Mormon they suits. are in a full-blown deputy's mm-hmm. costume. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the mom isn't buying any of this. Like the little boy is explaining that he saw something potentially monstrous, you know. Yes. And the mom's like, "Oh yeah, so you think you heard and saw monsters? Tell him what you were watching on TV when this mm-hmm. happened." And the little boy's like, "Godzilla." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which Dean like hooks onto right away. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, which one? The original or the you know the remake?" Although I do love that that Dean got a chance to bust on Sam. And <laughs> Dean points to Sam. He's like, I bet he likes the remake. And the little boy's yeah. like, ew, gross. Yeah. A little bonding moment. But before they leave, the little boy does say, you know, he heard a noise that sounded like a whining growl. So something like a monster. That will come back later. I just That's why I pointed that out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's interesting that a little boy, like, describing what he thinks is monsters to people who chase monsters, Yeah, it sounds like this is going to be a monster, yeah. you know, because it looks like a monster, quacks like a monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then the boys out of their Mountie costumes are at a bar discussing the case. 
could be a kidnapping, but it could be something else since there was a sign of trouble, a sign of a struggle. But something important to note is that Dad has marked the area in his journal because there are tons of missing people in this area. There's like more per capita than the entire state. Yeah, it's like a hot spot for for missing people. Mm -hmm. Um, So they decide that it maybe they can stick around and just check things out. And uh, would they say it might be a phantom gasser? Now, I know on the last episode, I went and looked up all the things that they said it might be. I yeah. did not look up phantom gasser. So I didn't I even didn't hear wanna... phantom gasser. I mean, I'm not <laughs> doubting that they said it. I just, I I wrote down, <clears throat> they talked about local folklore of a dark figure grabbing people. And that's, that's all I caught. <laughs> well, I'm glad I only caught the name and didn't do any research on it. So, right. so Sam wants to get to work and Dean wants to drink. <laughs> um, which prompts Dean to call Sam grandma. <laughs> but he still goes along with Sam. You know, it's like, yeah. fine, we'll go, we'll go back to the motel. Uh, but I have to go to the bathroom first. Cause they've mm-hmm. been at a bar drinking and shooting darts and doing Dean things mm-hmm. while Sam was doing Sam things, which was mm-hmm. researching. Uh, so Sam's like, fine. And he goes out to the car uh, while, while Dean goes to the bathroom. And <laughs> He's, he's out there by the car and uh, he hears a noise mm-hmm. and is is scared by a cat. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and he's kind of laughing at himself and he stands up and he's like, well, uh, uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't wasn't anything. And then we don't see Sam again. Yeah, he like relaxes and stands up against the car and you just see the camera underneath the car still looking at his uh, feet. feet. Yeah. And yep. then the next shot is Dean coming out of the bar, and and he doesn't see Sam. He just sees the journal and the research on top of the car, but but no Sam, <laughs> but no Sam, and and asks around, looks around. It's like he's gone. He's not mm-hmm. there. Um, so he goes to the cops. He meets up with Deputy. What is it, Kath- Kathleen? Deputy yes. Kathleen, mm-hmm. and he's explaining that you know we have a missing person, and I saw security cameras. Can we look at them? But uh, he introduces himself as um, as a officer Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's he's got a badge. Um, yes. You know, for for Gregory Washington, and uh, I think the deputy is a little skeptical, but not. I mean, she's but she's by the books. She's a by the books kind of yeah. kind of person. So mm-hmm. she's listening to what he has to say about his mm-hmm. missing cousin, right? He calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, so the deputy is looking up uh, Sam Winchester and, you know, reading his stats. It's like, oh, it's got a brother who was murdered you know, or was <laughs> killed and was wanted for murder. <laughs> you know, oh, shady, shady past. And uh, Dean's like, yeah, he was the black sheep of the family. Handsome, though. I know. Always, always tooting his little horn. Yeah. So she gives good news that she does have access to that traffic camera footage but yeah. she still wants to do it the right way you know makes him fill out the missing persons uh, form and I think at this point she was just like no you you know you can't come with me but 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 Dean doesn't take no for an answer and, he, and he's able to convince her to at least let him go with her building I guess she basically he convinces her to let him tag along yeah um yeah, yeah. And, and while uh, this is happening uh we cut to Sam who is alive but in a cage yeah somewhere like in this really ratty cage but i mean it's like big it's not like an animal cage it's like a big human size cage it's not a cell it's not like he can walk around no 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 it's like a cage made for a large animal 
You know, there's another guy in the cage, ne- in a different cage next to him. Dun, dun, dun. The, there, there's Sam and this other guy who we assume is, is Jenkins. Assume is the missing Jenkins. Yeah. 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 Uh. Kathleen comes back with, uh, to Dean with images from the from the top camera. She shows a big, giant, trashy-looking trailer. Right, that, camper trailer thing. Yeah, yeah, God. that left the bar uh, right about the time that Sam went missing. And that same trailer was actually in the parking lot of the apartment complex in the beginning. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, like I Jenkins, like, walks, like, right towards it. Like, he hears the noises, you know, after he throws the trash away or something. Or maybe it's when he's throwing the trash away. But it's there. Like, he's walking but- towards it. Oh my gosh! I never noticed that. <laughs> I did the I did the second time, but okay. not the first time. But wow. they noticed that it has this junky trailer has brand new plates right. on the back of it, so it's probably stolen. And while they're talking about that, there's another junky van that drives behind them, making a racket. You know, clankety clank, <laughs> screeching yeah. noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like what the little boy heard yeah. the night that Jenkins oh. disappeared. Mm-hmm. A whining growl. Whining like a growl. So back um. in the cages, uh, the other man wakes up. Sam figures that he's Jenkins and he's correct. And he's just like, what, do, what does it look like? The people that, you know, the things that you've the seen. Thing. Yeah. This guy, Jenkins, like, for someone who doesn't know much about what happened to him, he seems to know a lot at the same time. No, I take yeah. that back. He supposedly knows a lot, but he really knows nothing. You know, where are we? Well, we must be in the country. It smells like the country. Well, we're in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, how do you know so much? But no, he's like so knowledgeable. But then he doesn't know what's going on. You know, I mean, he knows what time the guys come back to, you know, Mm -hmm. check on them, feed him. Anyway, it was like he's knowledgeable, but he has no help. I guess that's the bottom line. He has no help to Sam. Yeah, not really. He's just kind of being a jerk for someone who could have you know found some solidarity and being thrown in a cage with somebody but he has also been in a cage for i don't know a few days i'm guessing days yeah but while they're talking there are two figures that come in like in hoods they open up jenkins cage uh throw a plate of i don't know some sausages or something in there and they leave yeah, of course. And Jenkins is like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. He's all afraid of having this like Ned Beatty deliverance moment. Um, which Yes, which he mentions later. <laughs> <laughs> which I have you seen deliverance? I've only seen a couple scenes and that was enough for me. OK, I don't now, really so you know what have the desire to. <laughs> but you know what he's scene. talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah. OK, yes. So, but this is also when when Sam realizes, though, that it's people. There's yeah. nothing supernatural here. At least in this moment, it's people who grab them and not yeah. monsters or demons. Yeah, and he's so, shocked. You know, he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! It's just people, <laughs> people, right?" And it, it's almost like he's relieved. You know, he's like, "Okay, we got, we can figure this one out." I didn't feel like he was relieved. I think he was oh. more like, kind of. Well, later in the episode. Uh, nope, I'm not going to spoil it yet. But okay. I think he's like, I don't know how to deal with with people like this. I know how to deal with a, with a demon or a monster, you know, because there's rules, you know? Right, right. But a ghost, you... you salt and burn the thing. Or right. if it's, oh, <laughs> when do you go, you blow it up. Yeah. With silver bullets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So back to, uh, so 
Dean's left, with, I mean, Sam's left the realization that these are people. Uh, Kathleen, in the meantime, has been kind of subtly researching Dean um, mm-hmm. or at least Gregory Washington yeah. uh, on her, you know, on her police computer. And she finds out that his badge has been stolen and she confronts Dean about it. And I love this. She's really subtle about it. She's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's not panicked. She's not accusatory. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, hey, we always do a background check when we do this t- type of, you know, interdepartmental uh, communications or whatever. And uh, it looks like your badge has been stolen. And she like <laughs> turns the screen so Dean can see it. And you find that like Gregory Washington is, is like, overweight black man yeah. <laughs> you know and Dean's like well, I, I've lost weight <laughs> I have that Michael Jackson skin thing she's like nope nope yeah nope. all right stop. just gonna stop yep. you right there <laughs> stop you right there but again she doesn't like freak out she's like you know what I gotta turn this car around take you back to the station mm-hmm. and, and Dean mm-hmm. is once again able to say wait seriously yeah. don't do this I need to find Sam yeah. And he offers, he was like, I will let you arrest me. But mm-hmm. after we do this, we have to do this now. The time yeah. is of the essence. And at first she doesn't go with it. But then she glances up at this photo that she has attached to her visor. Her visor, right. Right. And then puts her seatbelt back on and says, okay, after we find Sam Winchester. And uh, and so you're assuming off they go to to start looking for where mm-hmm. this uh, camper could have gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so in the meantime, ba- Sammy, Sam is trying to, <laughs> Sammy, don't, call Sammy. <laughs> don't call him Sammy. Don't call him Sammy. Do you know, I actually wrote that down. I was like, can we please stop with, with Sam saying that? Because he says it again, you know, Jenkins is like, so what's your name again? It's Sam. Well, I'll tell you what, Sammy, we got to, yeah. yeah. Like can recurring, we stop that? a recurring gag that I think they tried out and, quickly learned it wasn't really working but not, not quickly quick enough if they, yeah, yeah i think i was like they're still doing it and it's still grating on us but because uh, sam is actively trying to find a way out of the cage you know he's like rattling the, he's like pulling on things kicking the bars you know yes what what i think he was trying to do because i was a little confused the first go around is he was kind of trailing where the the lock kind of automatically Oh, because it's power, it's an electric (laughs) lock. power, yeah. yeah. And I think maybe he was looking up at what he thought was like a hydraulics pipe of some kind. So that's what he was pulling on. Um, And then it was the, (laughs) he was, he was energized by the guy calling him Sammy. And he's just like, no, call me Sammy. (laughs) Got it. And that's what made him strong enough to yank loose that thing. Okay. Pulls the pipe and then a bracket falls down. Yeah, um, so now he's got at least metal, like hard yeah, metal just in like, the cage. Oh, it's a bracket. And I thought <laughs> maybe it was is... just to know. Yeah, Jenkins was. <laughs> that was no, kind of funny, though. He yeah, was like, great, a bracket. We're saved. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing a very good job of rescuing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe this was just to note that the hydraulic pipe wasn't actually attached to the lock in any kind of way. It was just for show. I don't know. That. You know, I wasn't maybe, sure what the reason was for him pulling. Maybe on the he pipe just wasn't and... able to. I think maybe if it was electric, he was trying to disconnect the power. Right, right. And he wasn't able to, but he was able to knock loose the pat the bracket that was holding the the cables down. I don't know. Right, but also at the same time, Jenkins' cage opens, um, and it's just his cage. Sam right. is still locked in. Right. I think. Or yeah, no, that no, that's yeah, exactly right. Is, Sam's is, doesn't yes. open. 
Yeah, and but, uh, but he warns him. He's like, no, this doesn't. This looks fishy to me. I don't know why it would have just opened like that. Yeah, don't don't leave your cage. Don't get in. Of course, Jenkins gets out of the cage, and mm-hmm. Sam is still like, get back in the cage. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. come back. Don't don't. Jenkins doesn't hear him at all. No, he's just like, he's oh, like, go this get help. This is our chance. Yeah, and and he leaves, and he leaves Sam behind, and yeah. and runs off, and then he, so he's in the woods, and he like manages to find a knife you know yeah. that just happens to be like on his escape route yeah. and he's still not like scratching his head like hmm my door opened oh look there's a knife I'm yeah gonna- <laughs> and the door the door closed behind him like up to that room not his cage but the room that the cages are in the door shuts and locks behind him when he leaves oh i thought it was his cage door that closed and locked it was the door maybe i was like having a I was having was a hard dark. time deciphering what doors were what, and yeah, it was dark. it was a very dark episode. So, I mean, literally light lighting. Yes, the lighting. Nice mm-hmm. So yes, he finds this knife just sitting there in the mud, and <laughs> I thought, has he never read the most dangerous game? Is that <laughs> <laughs> what this entire was that not on his literature on? <laughs> list? <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, Sammy. Okay. <laughs> it hasn't happened to him yet. So how would he know? So. He's he thinks he's he thinks he's free, so he's running to the woods, and out jumps like this guy who like hits him, you know, with a shovel or something. Doesn't knock him out, but hits him hard enough to like kind of dis discombobulate. Is that the word? Yes, discombobulate. <laughs> discombobulate. <laughs> I always I always jokingly say discombobulate, and I say that jokingly, <laughs> but then I always forget what I'm supposed to actually say. <laughs> so discombobulated, uh, and then out jumps this other guy, and now they're chasing. Uh, chasing what's his name alvin Jen- no, jenkins alvin well, it, it, oh alvin's his first alvin, name <laughs> alvin jenkins but jenkins is a much more fun name to, yes. to say yep. jenkins jenkins get back here jenkins <laughs> uh, so jenkins is off and running mm-hmm. um he he i mean he put up a fight it's not like he does i mean he got hit and he got hit hard but he fights back and he's able to yeah. you know fight these guys off um but they end up like intentionally chasing him he doesn't know this uh down this path where there's like a trip wire yes. uh, and he trips on it and he falls and they just fall on him and they end up would they stab him to death with like spears yeah well first something? before he gets to the trip wire when it's just like the one guy chasing him then uh-huh. the second guy shows up and pierces his calf with something i think that pole or an arrow or something oh, okay. so that makes him kind of gimpy and they do. They let him run off. You know, he's like right. slowly walking away, and they right. wait a few seconds and like go hoo hoo. We're gonna wounded prey now. Yeah. yeah, and they're laughing. They're like laughing. Yes. They're not. They're not giggling. They're like hoo hoo. I mean, ugh. I, yeah, I hate. Gross. I hate. Yeah. Ugh. But they do kill him, and they spear him to death, and and that none too kindly either, because you can Sam can hear the screams, and that's not just like ah, I'm dead. It's like multiple. This man yeah. suffered, and he died. Yes. And this reminded me when I when I finally got to this point in the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of a Criminal Minds episode that I watched <laughs> that a friend of mine was on, and I remember because he was. Is this the Scott guy? Yes, Scott okay. Rinker is. <laughs> Uh, he's camping in the woods and this girl who's being chased by two hunters um, in the exact same situation, you know, these two backwood hillbillies hunt mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So she goes running through my friend Scott's camp and ends up getting everybody in that camp killed, oh. <laughs> um, except for my friend Scott, who's now uh, running along with her for his uh-huh. life. And I remember calling Scott and being like, do you die soon? Because 
I cannot take any more of this woman screaming in the woods. <laughs> and he's like, yes, I do die soon. So, and thankfully his character was killed um, <laughs> by the, <laughs> by the hunting hillbillies. But thankfully the good guy <laughs> who didn't deserve to guy. be murdered was murdered. Yes. Sorry, Scott, my, my shout out to you on this episode was, <laughs> was criminal minds as he's done so many other things, but I chose this moment to highlight sidebar very quickly. In the last episode, you know, you didn't know why it was called the Benders. And I told you it was because it was their last name. Yeah. And which not... which, I, which I don't think they ever say in the episode besides the ending credits, you know, when they list who mm. played who. But I was on IMDb. I was looking up something else, but I traveled to the trivia, which I honestly try not to do unless I'm searching for a question, which I was at this point, but not this question. But I stumbled across a little paragraph where they talk about a real-life family called the Benders. So then I Wikipedia'd something real quick. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yes. So in, like, the 1870s, there was a family called, with the last name of the Benders um, who lived in Osage Township, Kansas, which is, like, the southeast quadrant uh-huh. yes, of Kansas, who would lure people into their inn and kill them by just bashing their heads uh, over the side with a hammer and slitting their throats. Oh, and my God. For, yeah, for no other reason than just it was fun or for the thrill of it. And oh. they got caught because people kept trying to chase down their neighbors or their what you know their friends and stuff. So, like, somebody would go settle in Iowa, and then they disappeared. And then their friend or old neighbor said, I haven't heard from them in a while. I'm going to go see what Look happened to them. them. And they would go travel, and then they would disappear. And then that guy's brothers were like, "My brother disappeared. I haven't heard from him in oh my you know, weeks, and I'm not. I should have from now on." And then they go, and by that point, I think they kind of caught, caught on. on. <laughs> yeah, somebody caught on, and then the benders disappeared and took everything, and they destroyed the property. Like they literally moved the cabin that they were using as an inn out of the way so they could look underneath the cellar and stuff and see if there are bodies there because they saw blood and stuff. Oh. But they found like, a bunch of bodies buried in their garden and their yard. Oh, my um, God. So this was sort of, I mean, there's a lot of hearsay in this story, and it, it, it's hard to tell if they ever did get caught. There were some people who claimed to be the benders, but then there weren't, and some people uh. the opposite. It was like, no, I'm not. And it was like, well, yeah, you were at one point. <laughs> you changed your name. <laughs> but, wow. And then in the same Wikipedia article, there's a ton of, they call like references to the benders in media, and uh-huh. this episode was one of them. Oh. In Super- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and They were even mentioned on Supernatural. Yeah, kind of. It was like a bunch, <clears throat> it was like a bulleted list of TV shows, movies, books, things that kind that of based their stories use on, this as, on a, the yeah, as inspiration. Vendors. Wow. Now, did they, we don't know this yet in our episode, but did this family, the, the actual benders, did they do the things that beyond killing that this family is portrayed to have done in this episode? Um, as far as we know, no. Just the killing, yeah. uh, just random yeah. killing of people and hiding their yeah. bodies on the property. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's okay. really cool, though. All right. Yeah. So we find out that Kathleen, Deputy Kathleen, has a little soft spot for, for Dean in his quest to help his cousin, Sam, mm-hmm. because her brother went missing and she feels responsible. Yeah. Uh, not for him going missing, but like she was always responsible for him just the way Dean feels responsible for Sam in his growing yeah. up. 
and all we know is that he's he's gone missing and we don't she doesn't know what happened to him so that's why she yeah. wants to help dean yeah so i love this character and i love this i did too mm-hmm. i don't love it i didn't know her from anything else uh, she's been in a lot of things but not things that i've watched but i did like her in this yeah i uh i recognized her from ncis she's she has such striking eyes yes i was, like, I was just i, I couldn't like, stop staring at her eyeballs yeah i was <laughs> like, like so i know blue. those eyes i yeah. know those eyes and it mm-hmm. was it's uh because she was on nc on a number of episodes on ncis yeah. oh but gosh she was so good and this was such mm-hmm. a great character yeah so they're back in the car and they notice um like a dirt road pull off yes but... yes it's not a yeah. paved road but it's definitely a spot where cars have been in and out yeah. before yeah. um so they get out and they go, and she's just like, no, you wait here, I'll go. And he's like, uh-uh, you're going to need me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, oh, okay, deal, you know, shake on it or something. And she yeah, tricks him. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, tricksy. She's like, <laughs> she handcuffs him to the car. <laughs> and he's like, he can't believe it happened to him. But he's not, like, upset. He just is like, man, I got to start carrying paper clips with me. Yes. <laughs> Nice little callback to the first episode. Yes, exactly. So, um, so Deputy Kathleen ends up like tra- traipsing down this uh, back country road and finds mm-hmm. a dilapidated old house. She knocks on the door, no one answers, and then suddenly the door opens and there's like this little girl, like completely unkempt and bedraggled. Yeah. And she, immediately Kathleen has concern for this little girl and is like, you know, is your mom home? Mm-hmm no she's dead yeah how about your dad (laughs) no no and then while she's standing there the little girl looks up at her and is like oh that's gonna hurt well she shows her a picture of sam (gasps) that's right i was like yeah kathleen is trying to like get you know she's like can i come in she's like no she's like okay i just want you to look at a picture and let me know if you've seen this person and while she's looking at the picture then she looks up with his like evil little green grin Yep. I haven't seen him, but that's mm-hmm. gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. And just at the last second, Kathleen kind of looks up and catches, not in time. Uh, yeah. The somebody wails her in the head with a ha- uh, shovel. Yeah. And the uh, the guy who hit the deputy with the shovel is like, "Go tell your brothers that I need to go see them." And this little girl's like, "Yes, daddy." That yeah. is the most creepy, frightening little girl. Oh my gosh! You know, I always say that ghost kids are creepy. The uh-huh. fact that this little girl is alive and is this like dead on the inside? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, daddy. Uh-huh. That's gonna be uh-huh. in my nightmares. She was fantastic. She was. <laughs> so the next scene we see is uh, back in the barn, back in the like caged area, and we see this figure walking into into the barn. We only see it from like the feet. You know, the feet come into the barn. Not and yet. The camera- not yet. Did I miss a? Yes, because the car, uh, the brothers, Dean is trying to tear the t- antenna off of the cop car so he can free himself, and then he hears the the screechy car, and he's just like, "Oh fuck, I better hurry up!" And right. it's like one of those close, you know, too close for comfort things where he finally does take the antenna off as the two hillbilly brothers are coming towards the cop car because they're just you know trying to get rid of the evidence basically. Right, they don't know that Dean's there. Yeah, but he almost gets caught. Will he get caught? Will he get caught? Yes. And he's able to escape, uh, free himself from the cops, and not only free himself from the cops, cuffs, but he like they're not left dangling on the the car handle. Yeah, he was able to get both sides. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tried to stop taking really detailed notes and now I've missed things like that whole scene of Dean, like just not able yeah. to reach. So it's like there's tension, but it's comical because it's Dean. And yeah. right now Dean's kind of the comic relief of this episode. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, is he going to get caught? Are these hillbillies going to find him, catch Murder him, kill him? Yeah, because that's like prime. He's cuffed prime to meat. a car, you know. <laughs> right. So Easy kill. So they, the the two brothers end up not catching Dean because they didn't see him because Dean escaped the handcuffs in time, mm-hmm. but they do take the cop car uh, and drive it back to the, to the house. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. the door opens to the barn. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Kathleen we has now replaced Jenkins in that cage. In that cage, right. And she's kind and of she, a bloody mess. Yeah. Yeah. But she wakes up and Sam checks in on her, says, are you okay? And she's like, you must be Sam Winchester. Your cousin's looking for you. And he's like, oh, thank God. Where is he? Uh, I handcuffed him to the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now do the legs come in? Yes, now the legs okay. come in. Now the door right. opens. Now the door opens. Yes. <laughs> and these legs come in. And at first, I, you know, you're made to think that it's, you know, the guy's the, coming, mm-hmm. one of the brothers. But as soon as the camera gets up to the knees of this guy, it's yeah. like, it, it's, oh, it's Jensen true. Ackles. You yeah. know, it's those bow legs. <laughs> You can't, yep. they're not, they're not bow legs like that anywhere yeah. else in TV. And it's, it's just, <laughs> I was, I kind of giggled at that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Jensen Ackles, bow legs. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but they also didn't focus. I mean, they, the next thing they do is they go yeah. and show that it's Dean. Yeah, it's so. not, a, it's not that slow a pull. It, it's not, but it's enough to be like, who is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's Dean. Yeah. Um, and Dean doesn't see them yet. Like he's, he's kind of snooping around. He's trying to like find out if there's anything in this barn and it's, is it Sam that sees him? He's like, Dean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, and they're, they're relieved to see each other. Thank God. And that's when Sam says, you know, it's not, it's nothing supernatural. It's just people. Yeah. It's just people who did this. And, and Dean, again, comic relief is like, you know, and you still got jumped. What does he say? He calls him a little girl. He no, says what he getting a little rusty there, kiddo. That's what it is. <laughs> Just because people. that will come back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're getting rusty there if it's just people and you're still in the cage. Yeah. Kathleen is surprised to see him out of the handcuffs. Right. You know, says, oh. How did you do that? But she also figures out that her brother has been killed because Dean says that he's, you know, he saw there's cars in the backyard that have been there a while. And she's, she describes her brother's car and Dean says, yeah, one that car is in the backyard. So she realizes that her brother has been killed. Yeah. Uh, which is sad. It is sad. So Dean leaves to go find a key because that's the only way to really open the cage. You know, otherwise there's like a remote or something from the house right, that opens the right. other door. And he goes into either the house or in the cellar somewhere yeah somehow he gets into the house it was a weird jump it was a weird jump to you know suddenly see dean like inside a room mm-hmm. and he's surrounded by shelves he had to turn on a flashlight it just it doesn't look like the inside of a house it, but then suddenly he turns a corner and he's in a house yeah, he like goes up the stairs and it's in the house. But so I'm, yeah. I thought maybe he went to a cellar door and turned into the yeah. basement of the house. I don't I know. I guess they never, they didn't show how he entered into that room. But just to note, this room is filled with really disturbing things. Like the yeah, shelves like are filled with 
jars of body parts. parts. Yeah. There are Polaroids everywhere of the the brothers. Yeah. Like, like trophies. It's trophies of their kill. Brothers posing with these. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you know, African game hunters who pose the bodies of these dead animals that they've killed. You know, not even the, just African game hunting, even people who just hunt deer, they do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a big enough 12 point, point or whatever, I don't whatever, know yeah. their thing. I don't know the I terminology, but they take pictures with dead animals, proud right. of them killing They're, this animal. Right. Yeah. And Dean says, yeah, I've said it before. Demons I get. People are crazy. Mm-hmm. So then Dean turns the corner, as you said, walks up the stairs and finds himself inside of the house. Which is this crappy rundown. Oh my god, it's terrible. Do you know what else I accidentally stumbled on IMDb? I just want to tell you how much I'm enjoying you stumbling on stuff on IMDb. (laughs) This turns out later to also be Bobby Singer's house. (gasps) Yeah, the set they use that as Bobby Singer's house. (laughs) You know, it's interesting because I I was looking at it. I was like, what else could this house have been? And I, but that's as far as my thoughts went. I didn't even. I did. I didn't recognize it without the the clue, without the hint. Right. But then after I knew it, I said, "Oh, this, yeah, this is absolutely Bobby's house." And you oh, can kind the... of tell on the outside, you know, when they do a kind of a pan of the outside by the windmill yeah. thing, and you're like, "Oh, this is where Bobby keeps his field of cars." Also, right. like these people do. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a connection they didn't quite mean to make. <laughs> right. <laughs> Totally changes Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so now Dean is sneaking through um, this house. I'm assuming he's still looking for the keys. And uh, he, you know, he hears music. There's like an old Victrola playing or a gramophone, whatever, yeah. whatever those are. One of those old record players mm-hmm. is playing. Um, and it's not bad music. It's what Gershwin it's, or something. It's so just it's, like old timey music it's just it's, it's kind of jaunty for given how dark and dank it is inside that house yeah yeah um, and he keeps running into things like there's a wind chime made out of human bones. draw bones <laughs> yes dean not being very stealthy in a, in a time no. when he should be you know pretty stealthy yeah you know, the floor is creaking mm-hmm. um but he does find the keys he finds like a tin of keys yeah and then and then he's like distracted by a jar of human teeth and yeah. like, while he's like looking at this jar of teeth, he hears like creaking again behind him. And he's like, uh-huh. oh, there's someone there. Yeah. So he puts the jar down and like turns real quick to see who's behind him. And it's Missy, the little girl. Yeah. And he doesn't know that she's this, you know, psychopath, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And he turns into, oh, it's okay. I'm here to help you. I won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he, and I think he's he's holding that pole that he found. There's like a pole with a giant nail sticking out of it or something. Right, right. There's so many weapons in this house. <laughs> yes, we turn to the corner and there's a weapon. But Missy also has her own little weapon, which is a, a very small but agile knife that right. she pulls out and throws it at Dean and sticks him into the wall pretty much. I think it just right. hits his jacket, I think. But yeah, it, he it, still... But she throws it hard enough to like, yeah, pin him to the wall through his jacket. Yes. And, and then, then she, she starts for in daddy. on the, daddy, daddy. Yes. And the brothers come running and they all jump on Dean. And totally and, kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. And he's still, he's still got his fighting words though. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And then I'm going to kick your ass. And then dad comes in and kicks his ass with a, right. yeah. <laughs> with a frying pan. Not funny, but kind of funny. Right. Yeah. 
Dean Dean comes to tied to a chair with like this whole family of rednecks just staring him down. And oh, and their teeth. Ugh. You know what? Feel- the makeup crew on this was amazing. Yeah. They looked yeah. so grimy, like you could just I you could scrape smell it their, off. Yeah. You could smell their breath. That's how yeah. every time that daddy would get in Dean's face, I was like, his breath must be disastrous they do say something about the makeup that they were like no we had to get the details right and just make it look like it was just ground into the cracks of their skin you know oh, they did that was perfect i thought i mean it was great it was like i wrote down hillbilly yahoo to the extreme yes uh, i was cringing i just mm-hmm. just cringing the entire time and yep. so that makes me think good job you guys Totally. Good. So Dean wakes up tied to a chair. Uh, this whole hillbilly family are like, talking about wanting to hunt him since he's a fighter. I, and I, Dean is just like, that's what you're doing? You're just hunting people? And then they go on this monologue of, you know, what it's like to before. hunt. Yeah. yeah. I hate, I don't hate hunting and I don't hate hunters. I hate people who brag about hunting. Yeah, that's what I don't like. It, the the fact that they the bigger the you know I even took down a puma. It's like yeah, but maybe you shouldn't have. And you didn't take it down; you shot it. You know, yeah. there's no strength involved in what you did. There's no athleticism in what you did. What is there to brag about? That's what I don't like. The joy that they find in hunting yeah. or killing as yeah. a sport. I'm not. I, a, I, I'm not a fan. Do not of that. appreciate that. So. No. If you, I mean, I understand hunting. I get it. I don't understand understand sport hunting. Yeah. Let alone killing people for sport. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. Or meat, for that matter. But you know what? They don't ever show them eating the people. It's implied because the in the kitchen earlier, the paw or whatever is like grinding something. It sounds like right. he's sawing a tin can in half. Like that's what the, it, the yeah. sound was like. Right. But he's got like a butcher knife and um, things. Yeah. I don't know. I think though, because it clearly they've been dissecting people. If there's body parts in jars, they've extracted yeah, teeth, the teeth. Yeah. Doesn't mean they are eating them, but they are definitely not just killing them and burying them. So while they're monologuing about how great it is to, to hunt humans, the best, it makes you feel powerful, alive, and all that great southern drawl in the most disturbing way. Not southern, it's. It's hillbilly. It's hillbilly, yeah. They make... <laughs> oh, I did write down... Oh, but they make it fair by giving them a weapon. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you got like Even three people have... versus one. So they make Dean choose, though, right? Right. Well, now then they start to say, so, are there going to be other cops after you since you came with that pretty lady cop? You know, yeah, are there that... going to be more searching after you? Because they do mention, oh, we only take one or two a year, you know, so people aren't too in a rush to be looking. Which then made me ask, then why did they take Sam so quickly after they took Jenkins? You know, unless they do two at the same time, but that's when they start torturing him with the hot poker. They pull a hot poker out from the stove and they say, tell us people are going to follow you. Or we're going to put your eye out with this hot poker. They do get him once on the shoulder with the thing. And then that's when they make him choose. He's like, all right, we're going to do our hunt anyway. And you're going to choose who we're going to chase, the boy or the girl. Yeah, except they call her the bitch, which Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> multiple times by the way <laughs> and for, like then they go to like press that poker into his eye mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and at the last second dean i think knowing that sam could probably defend himself yeah better than kathleen could on a hunt says yeah take the boy take yeah. the guy yeah and uh and the dad is like says to the sons all right go go kill the <laughs> go kill the boy uh-huh you know, and don't even open the cage. Just shoot him in the cage. And Dean's like, wait, no, you can't change the rules. You said you were going to, you know, let him hunt. That's not fair. Yeah. And then the dad says, and kill the bitch too. Yeah. He's like, got to cover all their tracks. So Lee goes, he goes to shoot him. But he opens the cage. Well, I think what, I think what Pa said was like, don't let him out. Just shoot him in the cage. Like, don't. Right. It's not a chase. It's not a hunt. It's just, you know, shoot just him, shoot in, him the in the cage. But I also don't but, understand why he opened the cage, but okay. maybe the, to aim it better. I don't know. But anyway, he goes into the room, opens the cage, but Sam still has that bracket that he broke off earlier and uh, and throws it at him, which I guess was enough of a defense a mechanism. And is able to, like, wrestle him down to the ground and, like, knock him out with the butt end of the rifle and takes the gun and tries to cock it, but it's jammed or something or busted. Right. So then Pa calls to Lee. He's not responding. So he takes the other brother, who was, like, Judd or Jared or something, um, and leaves Missy to watch over Dean. <laughs> and she's just, like, standing there creepy, like, pointing a knife right at his eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I wanted to say, that Jensen... <laughs> Uh, Eric Kripke, A, said, the little girl in the benders with the greasy hair is arguably the scariest character we had this season. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jensen Ackles was like, she freaked me right out, you know, throwing knives and screaming daddy, and there wasn't a whole lot of acting I had to do with that. I was legitimately (laughs) scared. (laughs) I believe it, that she was amazing. She was amazing. Did you recognize her? No. She comes back later in Supernatural. She ends up, remember when there's the episode with the Amazon women? There's a baby that grows up really fast. That grows up with that? That's her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's her. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Wow, that's some years later, too. No, I didn't recognize her at all. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, it's hard to, you know, considering she's so grimed up and unkempt. (laughs) You know, man, she was good. Yeah. So, Daddy and the other son go go off to figure out why lane isn't or lee isn't uh responding mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> this is the brother who like thinks he hears something in the barn and like shoots at a cabinet or something so he like a little bit a couple- later yeah oh but he shoots at a cabinet because okay let's let's walk the- through this in time the dad and the other brother go in. They see Lee knocked out in the cage, like locked locked inside of the cage because Sam took the key and released Kathleen. And they also somehow destroyed all the fuses so they can't turn the lights on in the barn. You go that way, I'll go this way, you know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> I think dad goes up into the loft where Sam is and making an awful lot of noise in the hay. And the other brother stays down. And you see Kathleen going towards a little door, you know, and she does open it. And then it cuts away, and then you hear the door being shut. 
And so does the second brother. He hears it and goes over there. So and then... we're supposed to think she's in there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I never made that connection. I never. I was just like, why I is had he to rewind. I had it? to rewind the scene a few times just because I was getting so lost. You know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's why I was like, he looks like an idiot shooting a cabinet. And then yeah. when he opens it, and there's clearly nothing, there's no body in there. No, no. So, and then she, Kathleen, literally gets the drop on him. Yeah. <laughs> she, like she attacks him like a lock. spider monkey. It was amazing. <laughs> 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 and he's like, he's, and she manages to get the drop on him. Sam is able to, like, wrestle him, like, surprises him. And in his surprise, the brother shoots the dad who's walked in be like what's all the noise you know yeah yeah and so the dad is shot they're able to knock the that brother out and so the main danger is over sam leaves kathleen with the rifle to look over the dad while he goes and checks on on dean Mm because he hasn't seen (laughs) like a spider monkey (laughs) so sam leaves kathleen to watch over daddy daddy yeah. i just have a and of course daddy is still spewing filth and taunting her yeah. and making fun of you know killing her brother mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. calling her a bitch and blah 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 so kathleen does the only thing she can do and shoots him dead yep and i wrote good girl mm-hmm. she she we don't see it we just know that she's she fired the gun and, and he's dead yeah so Sam and Dean come out of the house. Uh, Dean is released and uh, Kathleen comes out of the barn on the other side of the property. And they're like, where's the little girl? We locked her in the closet. Where's the dad? It's like, oh, uh, shot trying to escape. To escape. Yep. Lies and, right to them. But they, they, they know. know they know. Yeah. They say, okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. <laughs> I'm just, just going to say again, I loved her. Yeah. I loved every part of her. So, yeah. and so now she's back in cop mode. She's called for backup mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, basically tells Sam and Dean, they need to, they need to skedaddle. They need to get out of yeah. town. I yes. won't say anything about you being here, mm-hmm. but you need to go. And of course, Dean, who kept saying this entire episode is like, I don't mean to press my luck because yeah. like every time she agreed to do something to help him, he wanted one more thing. And he says yeah. again, mm-hmm. I don't mean to press my luck, but. You know, we'll, like our there's no car here. You know, yeah. This is like our car's back at the station. Could we get a could we get a ride? And she's like, why don't you start walking and just duck whenever somebody comes by? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right. So yeah. instead of doing the typical like drive away that we normally would see the Impala, yeah. you know, driving off, they get to do their like walk away banter yeah. instead of their drive away banter, which yeah. I still really liked. Yeah. You know, they do end on a nice note with Kathleen. They say, we're very sorry about your brother. You know, this yeah. has been really hard. And she says, I thought it would have been easier knowing what really happened, but it it's kind of not. See, just going to harken back to uh, um, nightmares where the mother, the stepmother says, I've lost everybody and Sam and Dean don't say anything. And that's just the end of their relation with that. Yeah. With her. Whereas here, you know, there's a nice closure wrap up. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't end well for her, but yeah. they, they end with a sympathetic connection to her. Yeah. And that's what I think was missing for me from the previous episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the more we talked about, it, the more I realized maybe she didn't deserve it. So <laughs> And I loved this walk away too with, yeah. with Sam and Dean uh, back to being brothers. Not that there's no, ever any, any real brotherly tension in this episode. Yeah. Um, you know, they were thankful to 
find each other and Sam's uh, Sandine says, you know, don't ever do that again. Yeah, that Sam is first first he, he's teasing Dean for being worried about him. He's like, "Oh, you were worried about me." That's oh, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like, "Wait a minute. You mean to say that you got you let a 13-year-old girl get the best of you?" <laughs> <laughs> and and uh pulls Dean's line back on him. He says, "Getting a little rusty there, kiddo." Kiddo. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, so it was sweet, you know, it's, but it's, and there was no like supernatural in this episode, you know, and while they did conquer, so to speak, the bad guys, it was actually, you know, with help from Kathleen that the bad Mm -hmm. guy was actually, quote, vanquished. Yeah. There's nothing supernatural, but you realize they realized how evil humans are and how they were taken aback by not knowing how to deal with the, the evil side of humans. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they, they, they were completely, both times, they were taken off guard. Yeah. You know, Sam was captured. Dean was knocked out. You know, mm-hmm. they had they didn't see it coming because it was humans and not the supernatural. Now, I had a question at the, the, the uh, an outstanding overall question. Sam is very much the, I don't want to say the humanitarian because Dean isn't. Dean is a humanitarian. But Sam is always the one saying, we can't kill people, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dean is very black and white about things and Sam kind yes, of sees Yes, you're a bad guy, you deserve area. to die. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I am I have of a mind. I'm like these people were bad, they deserve to die. Yeah. Um how bad is so bad or is too bad to live, to let live? You know, Dean, a uh, Sam didn't say anything when Kathleen admitted that she, you know, well, she didn't admit, but when she said that the daddy is dead, you could see mm-hmm. that Sam saw that, that yeah. she killed him. Yeah. Um, I think he also saw when he left her, you know, to go get Dean, mm-hmm. he said, you going to be okay? And she says, yep, I'm going to be fine. I, th- I think it, he knew at that point he knew, you know, he's not going to make it out of here alive. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the, my question is for Sam, which is. What is his justification cut off? You know, if Dean's not allowed to kill Max in the previous episode Mm -hmm. for killing people, Mm -hmm. uh, why is Kathleen allowed to kill people? So, and I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just, this is my philosophical question at the end of this episode. And I don't need an answer. It was just something that came up. I was like, oh, people died. Humans died in this episode. And, you know, Sam had a chance to stop it, but he didn't. Yeah. And I'm not saying that makes him good or bad. It's just an interesting for me. Well, I know in the in the last one, he felt a connection with Sam. Uh, not Sam. Max. Max. A, because of his abilities. But he also knew the history of Max because he was beaten as a child. Right. And he could make that excuse for Max, I think. And then in the one before, which was Faith. I don't know. I don't really think he had a reason. He was just like, uh, whatever his name, Roy, the preacher, was human we don't kill humans and then eventually dean and that episode kind of came around you know he yeah he said you know roy didn't roy had no really idea realize was, yeah yeah he was innocent and all of that innocent all of that and also with the wife said she was just trying to do everything that she could to save him then she kind of went off the deep end you know <laughs> right so right. maybe and i don't know how much of the peep of the benders that sam saw but these people did not show any kind of remorse 
or they were just evil. I mean, they were, they were just evil. They were they literally said we kill for fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a nice little wrap up. The bad guys died, but they were, you know, they've made a point in previous episodes to, you know, hold human life above the supernatural life. There you go. Yep. My question to the universe. I am not confident you'll find an answer with the show because it doesn't really <laughs> Eventually, they stop exploring that. (laughs) I can just close my notebook on that one. Okay, so remember a few episodes ago, I mentioned that I used to work at a haunted house? Yeah. Yeah, like my niece did. Yes, yes. So I worked at one in... it's in a, a theme park called Worlds of Fun, which is in Kansas City, uh, which is run by the, I think the Cedar Point or the Cedar Rapids people. Uh, okay. I think they do, I think they run Carowinds as well. I think it's really the same, oh, they I do think. great. They do great yeah. scary stuff around. Halloween. Yeah, so they do five or six haunted houses within the park around Halloween time, and they're all a different theme. The main one that I did the first time was the vampire one, which was super fun because you know, I'm I'm a vampire nerd. I love the Anne Rice <laughs> and the Underworld <laughs> and all of that. Not so much the Twilight, but Twilight wasn't a thing at the time. But the last one that I did was kind of like this. It was just a like a hillbilly Texas chainsaw kind of cannibalism uh, theme. So everyone had on like red flannel or red checkered things. <laughs> I think my outfit was like a coverall, um, not a coverall, I'm sorry, an overall skirt or oh. shorty thing, you know. Because right. they, they were kind of like sexy, decrepit hillbilly <laughs> cannibals. <laughs> I'm going to pull up a picture and post it or give it to you to post i think because okay. the makeup i didn't do the makeup um i wish that i had but uh but they occasionally would put like a um a wound on my forehead or on my cheek or something that was had been in like festering so then it would be green they would throw some Ew. maggots on there Ew. and they would just like kind of look dead but i remember the room that i liked to be in the most uh, there'd be like a big hunk of, it was like a, a hog or like a barrel or um, um, one of those bull, bull riding things that didn't actually work. It was just something you could sit, straddle sit on. on like a horse okay. or a bull or something like that. Right. It was just like waving around like a dead pig's <laughs> limb or something and just like yelling at people <laughs> or an yeah. axe. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but. Oh my gosh. So this That's... is kind of like, yeah. Like, hey. I remember being, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Good times, good times. Oh, memories. Oh my gosh, that's that's too fun. I can totally picture you doing that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to wrap it up for the Benders. Please follow us and like us and subscribe to us and rate us on all of the social media and wherever you can find podcasts. We are at Salt and Burn This Pod on Facebook and Instagram and at Salt and Burn This on Twitter. Engage with us. Have Give us a comment. I totally forgot the word for what I was going to say. <laughs> give us something to say. Yes. Help us give with our words. To say. We, we're not good at the words. Um, <laughs> anyway, we will see you next week. For shadow. Uh, shadow. Is it just shadow, not shadows? Just shadow? Just the word shadow. One word. We're back to the one words. Only a few more, though. Gosh, we're, we're closing in on the fi- the first season. That's crazy. Oh, wow. What? Oh, so episode 16 is next. 
Yes. Sammy, look at us. God, how many do we have left? Hold on. Six. Wow, it's going to fly by. So by the end of summer, even before the end of summer. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.